Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. All right, what's up, everybody? Sorry for the late show today, whether you're listening on uh, podcast form or if you're watching on the YouTubes, but it's going to be a good show. We're going to rank all the 2021 comic book movies. I finally got a chance to see all of them, hence one of the reasons that the show was a little late, had to catch up. The other reason is there was just a couple things that I had to do, and it's just been a little tougher during the break. So going to go over all the movies that we saw. I saw, I mean, there's seven of them that I saw, and I know that there, there's like the Melissa McCarthy one that I know wasn't very good but i didn't see that one so i'm not gonna rank it obviously because i didn't see it so i'm gonna rank the seven that i did and talk about a a little bit they'll be a little shorter but uh you know i'm gonna do that and just show a programming note for you guys for the remainder of uh of this week this year i guess is that today i will do the last kind of big thing i don't know how long it's gonna go could go a half an hour could go 45 minutes i'm not sure but Tomorrow, because there will not be a big thing episode, but what I will do is do a top 10 movies of the year, the best movies of the year. Remember, though, I've seen what I've seen. So I know there's going to be a lot of ones that I missed. There's a lot of movies that I haven't seen yet. So just be prepared for that. It's just the 10 movies that I like the most this year. That's why I don't think I'm going to do a worse this year. I don't think I've seen enough of them to know because we're just catching up in 2021. Uh, but I did a lot. I did a lot, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited about this channel. And if you guys are brand new to this channel and you've never been a part of this channel, subscribe to this channel. Hit the notification button on this channel. Do that. And another thing to let everybody know, which is very, very important, is that the big thing is on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. But if you can, please, please, people are always asking how to help the show out. And now that they're part of it, how, how you can help the show, uh, follow us on Spotify. Download us on uh, Apple Podcasts. That is how. You can really help this show out. But it's a comic book movie show. It is a ranking. We're going to do a discussion. And we will end the show today with some questions from you guys that you have submitted. So have no fear. Let's get into it. It's the big thing. It's me. Let's do it. What's up, everybody? It is the big thing. It is the last big thing of 2021. And what a way to do it here. But to rank the comic book movies that came out over the year. Some of them were just for streaming. Some of them were a mixture of both. Some of them were just for theaters. So thanks for joining me. I was going to do it as like a separate video. Like, you know, just like kind of a shorter video. And then I thought, you know, what a good, what a, what a way to kind of end the, the year to do a you know a big thing episode of of the comic book movies and just close it out and that's what we were talking about is some things i finally caught up on all of them i finally finished all of them i mean i think the ones that everybody was talking about anyway the ones that i was interested in and so i figured there's seven of them we'll, we'll, we'll rank the seven of them and then instead of doing a full-on episode tomorrow we'll just do a, a, a top 10 best movies of the year and and call it a year Move on over. And by the way, thank you guys so much. I cannot thank you enough for uh, the goal at first by the end of this year was 25K subscribers. We did that. And then it was, all right, well, let's see if we can hit 30. And then we hit 30. And I said, well, it would be kind of fun to hit 31 by December 31. And we did it. We already did it. So thank you guys for everybody who's subscribed, everybody who's been a part of this channel. Thank you so much. I cannot thank you enough. Um, I know that there are a lot of people asking for a long time to get back to the pop culture stuff and the movie stuff and all that. Some people I've seen hadn't uh, caught me in quite a bit, whether it was the Times of Schmoes No or, or, or Collider or whatever it was. 
you're like, oh, um, you guys, you're still, you're, you're doing stuff. I'm excited to see that you're doing stuff. I didn't know you were, and now you're enjoying the channel. So I thank you. But let's get into this thing, man. Let's get, let's get right into all the, the rankings and, and the discussion of it. And like I said, this could wind up being 15 minutes. It could be 20 minutes. It could be half an hour. I don't know. Let's just talk about them and see where, where it takes us. The f- number seven out of the seven comic book movies of this year, the one that ranks seven for me, the bottom of the pits. Is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Um, I just finished this movie today. I just finished it because I wanted to see it. I knew about the post-credit scene already. And by the way, the spoilers on this on this movie. So if you haven't seen it, you know, tough shit. Um, I had heard about the credit, the post-credit scene. Everybody was talking about that, how it was going to tie into the, the the latest Spider-Man movie. And so that was what everyone was talking about with this film. But I couldn't hear anything else about what about the movie itself. Nobody was really raving about the movie itself. Um, and look, I love Andy Serkis, by the way, and I love Tom Hardy, love Michelle Williams, love Woody Harrelson. What a cast! What a cast in general. Um, just didn't do it for me again. I didn't like the first one, and I had this. I think that the same tone, though, it's a very it's the same tone as the first one where it's kind of like the anti-Marvel, anti-DC movie. It's, it, it, it's more of the, I don't know, like the, that 90s, the way they used to shoot comic book movies in the 90s, I think that's kind of the purpose of it. It certainly was for the first one, and it cons- stayed consistent on that. The humor, I know what they're going for. It just didn't land for me. As I get that. Some people write, hey, Harloff, did the humor land for you? No. No, it did not. Sometimes it did. There are a few lines that I was like, okay, it's so stupid, but I actually got a kick out of it. it it's cheesy. It's 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 over the top. Um, you got to ex- – I didn't hate it. I was enter- And I was never not entertained. I mean, it's a short movie. It's like an hour and a half, the movie. So could I – was I ever bored by the movie? No. But it's just not great. And it's a bummer because I, I, it's, I think it's because I wanted Venom – both Venom One and Venom Two to be good, um, because I like what the what it was set up, and obviously the battles that they had with Spider Man in the comics, and I'm more excited to see how they might do that later on in the future, maybe in the MCU, because I don't know the buddy comedy portion of it as much as it's weird because I I I found myself just accepting it for what it was as this kind of weird '90s comic book movie. And as I said, I didn't hate it. I just thought, you know, I could do without it. That's that's pretty much it. So I think Tom Hardy in the role is always fun as Eddie Brock. The back and forth that he has at, with himself as as Venom, the voice of Venom. Um, it's yeah, just uh, and Woody Harrelson. I just thought I saw him play a better version of this character in Natural Born Killers. You know. So and it's I think that it was maybe even you could see the pitch. What if what if Mickey from Mickey and Mallory was Carnage? And it just didn't fit. Plus the fact that I didn't really buy why Carnage came in in the first place of how he got there. Eh. So that movie it came and went for me. Um. So it was it. So the next one, number six, Black Widow. This movie got pushed so many times. And it was, you know, a victim of the one of the first movie victims, release victims of of the pandemic. And it kept getting pushed. They didn't know where it was gonna where it was gonna go. Was it gonna be a direct to Disney Plus? Nobody knew what was gonna happen with this thing. So when it came out, um, finally, and it had that kind of split thing that they did with Disney Plus. I can't even remember what what they did first. Uh, but either way. Uh, and I think it did the fact that I knew that it came out in between Civil War, so you already know what's going to happen to Black Widow. Anytime that that happens, like in a prequel where you know something, well, she's never really ever in da- danger because you know when she actually craps out. But that's not the point of this movie. The point of the movie is what it does successfully is it introduces Yelena, a.k.a. Florence Pugh, who is the standout star of this movie. Scarlett Johansson is great. She's great, and the chemistry with her and Florence Pugh is fantastic. The uh, Rachel Weisz and 
and uh, David, um, oh my God, I was I almost, but I didn't, and I shouldn't even tell you that I was going to say this. I was going to say David Copperfield, the magician. It certainly wasn't him. But our boy from Stranger Things, David H., that's it. I can't place it. I don't play in the Schmodown anymore. So you guys can scream and yell at me at that. I don't do freaking research. I just talk. That's what I do in this channel. So people have been saying it's very laid back. You just talk. Yeah. And then you can correct me in the comments. Have a have a have a blast. It's David Hater. It's not David Hater. Who the hell is it? David it's gonna piss me off now. I know you're screaming at me. I can hear you in the comments. Relax your tits. Uh let's see. What the hell's his name? David Hellboy is what I write. This is so stupid. I'm so mad at myself right now. Uh, let's see. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it on the air. I don't care. David Harbour. Stupid asshole. You hear what you just called yourself? An asshole. Why'd you do that? Because you couldn't get David Harbour. You know the guy. Yeah. So now you're having a conversation with yourself on the air. You know that in front of all these people. It's true. Man, that's first, uh, that, that number six... When you went into that, that was cringe. Fuck off. All right. But this movie, it, uh, it, I don't know. I heard, I had heard some really good things about it. So I was excited. I saw it late. And there's a few of these movies that I saw late. I wasn't running out to see these movies like everybody else was right away. I wasn't doing this channel. It wasn't really, it was a movie I was interested in. I didn't want to pay $30 for it at home. I don't know. It just wasn't one that really interested me. And it's another one. Where I Actually, I'll tell you, I was a little bored in this movie a bit. But there were some parts of it that I thought really, really kicked. Like the difference between like this and, and Venom was that the story I thought was, I mean, the dialogue was good enough. The acting was good enough. The, it, it, it was stayed consistent on tone for the other Marvel movies for sure. I the the overall of the villain I didn't think was the best both villains um, the motivation behind it it was like more super soldiers again kind of but not really you know with the with how these the assassins were trained and how and but the fi- the family dynamic was the best part of the movie and that's what I enjoyed about it and said okay same thing similar to Venom where okay I saw it. But it's not it's it's not going to rank up there. It's definitely not. It's in the lower tier of the MCU films of the ones that I've seen. Um, but none of these movies I think are like atrocious. Of that I just can never watch. Or, and just oh my god, that was so bad. Like Venom was short, sweet. It was over. It was done. This movie not necessarily short, but it was it was an entertaining watch with my wife and I. So that was it. That's number six. Um. So out of those two, so now you have Venom coming in at seven, Black Widow at six. So number five, Shang-Chi. Now this one, to me, is way better than the other two. And it was, and I, I'm, I love martial arts films in general, right? So that's, that was the sell for me. And then I think that that's what, M, that's what the MCU does a lot is that they switch up the genre of their films. And they move them around. And, and whether it's a spy thriller, the, the, the Doctor Strange one, the, the new one looks like a horror film. I mean, there's all these. They, they change up the genre. And I think that's why it's been successful over the years. And this one was martial arts film. And, and combined with the fantastic ideology and the things that they do uh, inside the MCU in general and the way that they kind of connected to the MCU I thought was was really clever and the performances were really good uh I don't know if I loved some of the Ben Kingsley stuff some of it was fun but I was and it's the same type of thing I waited a little too long to see this one and I don't know if it was because the hype was coming out so much of it, how many people loved it. By the time I saw it, I said it was good. I thought it was pretty good. I just didn't love it. For people who saw it and just loved it, I thought it was pretty good. Do I want to see? Here's the difference. If they did another Black Widow film, I'd be like, I don't know if you need to. We know her story. I don't really, it, we don't need to see a Black Widow film. However, if it was like Yelena, her story carrying over the Black Widow, sure, absolutely. Then I, then I get that. But Shang-Chi I absolutely want to see a sequel. I think they set it up really well. They they told his, the origin story. It was a good origin story. It's an origin story I, I didn't really know before. So that aspect of it I thought was really good. It was a relationship between him and um, 
Aquafina, the way that they played that and the, the, the big battle at the very end. And the, re- the thing I really liked about that movie was the relationship of the father and the son and, and the father and the daughter and how it all, the trying to impress your dad and trying to live up to your dad and, uh, and, and the relationship they had with their mother. That stuff I thought was great. I, I, that was really great. I think that that's what I'm looking for more so um, in at not even just in comic book movies, but in movies in general is the focus on the characters and the focus where you just don't. And I know that it comes with the territory. These big movies is that you're going to have these big major action scenes and you kind of have to. Otherwise, people get bored which is unfortunate because I I like I liked when they, they scaled it down a little bit more because it was the stuff like the martial arts stuff on the bus and the things that they did with the um with the 10 rings and all that like the the fights that they had that was the stuff that I liked the most the the big battles with the dragons and all that we've we've seen that that's part of it and now that we've already been we've had aliens we've had all this stuff we've had witches and it, it shouldn't throw you off that there's dragons in it because it's it, it, everything. Everything is open. It, 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 there's gloves are off. Um, so I really liked Shang Chi. Shang Chi. I just didn't love it the way I, I thought I was going to, but I definitely want. But I'm excited for a second one. If that would, if that makes sense. So that's number five. So coming in four, I know that this, I'm definitely going to be. Uh, this is where you guys are going to talk about it in the comments for sure, and that's Eternals. Uh, I would assume that Eternals is probably very low on a lot of people's lists. Not for me. Uh, I loved this movie. I absolutely loved Eternals. I thought Eternals is similar, well, not similar, but even though it's a, it's a big budget action movie, I thought there was a lot of development in as many characters that, they, that there were. Uh, to me, it felt like a science fiction film brand new science fiction film that had superhero elements to it but this was a science fiction movie and it was right at, right around the same time i think i saw dune a couple of days later so to see two big epic movies like this and chloe Zhao, who is just a a brilliant filmmaker to watch what she did inside of this world and each character and to be able to have that many characters inside of a of a movie this big and to be able to I don't know, explain each one of their motivations and why they're doing what they're doing and, and as long as they've lived and, and all that. I, I dug, and it's a gorgeous film, and I love the long shots and the style that she brought in and to realize that she had just done small, small films, um, whether it's The Rider or No Man Land and now to jump to something like this. And Angelina Jolie, as I mentioned in my review and my and my spoiler conversation, I, I mean, she's a very good actress, but she's a movie star, right? And she's And so when you see her you're like okay is this just going to be the angelina jolie show is she going to try to steal the show and have the focus on her and she does not do that at all it's one of the best um performances i've seen in her in a while and you get a, a lot from her in this movie and you get a lot from a lot of them from all of them um so i can't wait for this movie to come out on digital or screening or whatever the hell it is because i i, I want to watch it again i can't wait to see it again it was it was a big surprise to me because, as I said, I knew nothing about it. Whether you look at Venom, I knew what I was getting into with Venom Part Two because it was very similar to the first. I had high hopes, higher hopes because I like Andy Serkis so much. But I think Andy Serkis was pretty much just said, "Hey, we want to stay consistent with what the first movie was. Can you do that?" And he said, "Absolutely." Uh, Black Widow, I'd seen Black Widow enough. I know enough about her story. We've spent so much time with her already. Like, how much more can I really learn about her? Okay, great. I learned a little bit more about her family, right? Shang-Chi. Um, that was between Shang-Chi and this. That's the two things I thought similarly that I loved about them both is I just learned new things about all these characters I knew nothing about. I didn't know them from the comics except hearing them from my geeky friends, whether it was Koi or even the, uh, even the big man. John Schnapp used to talk about um, Shang-Chi and, and, and Eternals. And so... All that, like hearing, you know, being able to see new stuff, that's what was exciting to me. So that's why it, it came in so high. But I also understand it was so, so divided. The crit- a lot of critics hated this movie, gave it a really low score, one of the lowest MCU scores in a while. I was not one of those reviewers that did that. Um, but I saw at the audience score, it was very split. And as I saw in my review, there were some people who were bored to tears by it, but there were a lot of people who loved it. And that's why it came in so high for me. 
where it is at the moment. It's number four. Number four is Eternals. And before we get on to, um, to three, I got to tell you something very important. Shave your balls. Shave your fucking balls. You hear what I'm saying? Do it. Don't be a monster. Because that's, that's the thing. You can be disgusting, disgusting monster. And um, one of the things I got to let you know is that because we're in holiday season, it's, it's over. It's drowning out. It's a new year. What do you, you want to give? You want to give a gift? Want to give a gift? Say, hey, happy 2022, you hump. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to get today's sponsor. That's Manscaped. It has the tools to guarantee that you are going to win best gift of the new year. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. My math is correct, and I start to think about it. That's almost 8 million balls. That's a lot of balls bouncing around, but 20, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. I gotta use that code, big thing. It is a great new year to have clean, clean balls. I love this. I love Manscaped. I... I, I, I there's so many great things about it, whether it's a nose trimmer, whatever it is. It's great. When you open up the, the package, oh, you'll find the lawnmower body trimmer. It's the best trimmer on the market, whether it's your balls, your, your butt, your body, and the weed whacker. I love this, the ear and the, the, the nose hair trimmer. It's incredible. Dads can't stop talking about it. Teens get it, and women will all love it. These are our picks for Manscaped Surefire. This is it. The number one Manscaped two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. I use it all the time. You can kill two birds with one stone. The Manscaped Cologne infused body wash. The, it's the Shears 2.0 luxury four-piece nail kit. The Crop mops, which is the ball wipes for your stanky balls. There won't be any more. Number five is Manscaped Signature Cologne. Now, all these formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and Free, so you know their products, they are legit. Make sure you hurry to their site to ensure that these wild gifts are going to get there right as the new year begins. And while you're at it, go ahead and get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. But you have to use that code, big thing. Whether it's for your partner, your dad, your brother, your friend, do it. Get them a New Year's gift. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that code, big thing. Be the ballsiest New Year's gift giver this year with manscaped man i love that manscaped all right we're at number four we just finished four just finished four and that was eternal so just to recap seven was venom six was widow five shang chi four eternals and number three zach snyder's justice league so i so funny when when all the hype was going on well, people firstly, firstly, yeah, sure, why not? And people saying, well, didn't you say it didn't exist? Nope, never said that. Didn't you say you didn't care? Yeah, I did. Someone said, what's going on with Justice League? I don't, I don't care. When they kept asking over and over and over again. And then when it started to get more real, I think it was towards 2019 or whatever it was, I was on SEN Live and they kept talking about it. And they said, it actually, you know, there's a cut of it, does. And I said, and then after Momoa came out, I was like, this thing actually exists and let's, 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 let's show it. Let's do it. If there is an actual thing and it's because at the time when people were asking, it's like no one really was talking whether or not it was legit or not. And then you have Gal Gadot and all these people talking about it. And, and then the hype just started to get real, more real, more real, more real. So like, yeah, let's show it, man. They got it. I was never one of those people that said it didn't exist. Um, but it did exist and it was really awesome. It was so good. I, it is a movie though, that at four hours long, it's an event that you watch at home. This is, I, I could not, I mean, would it be fun to watch this in the theater if you had your own theater and you could go and just kind of ha- do your own thing with, uh, some popcorn and smoke a bowl and do, and, and do what you got to do? Sure. Absolutely. But going to a movie theater four hours, nah, I watched it at home as an HBO max event. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I loved it. I mean, obviously it's really high on the list and I, and this is the thing that is tough. What with Zack Snyder films, Zack Snyder makes long movies, like long movies in, in the, like, cause you look at Batman V Superman, the, his version of that, the longer the, the Snyder cut of that movie 
is the is the superior version. It's 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 the better it's the better movie because it's not cutting pieces out of it. And when you look at what very different though from the cut that you got in the theater when they brought Whedon in, like it is they butchered it compared to what now that you see what this movie was supposed to be. It's a coherent really good story and it's emotional and it's and and cyborg story and there's so much that was supposed to happen that didn't happen you could see why people are pissed off when the, when the actors and stuff when it came out because it's like that's not the movie they sign on for and then obviously because of the tragedy in 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 Zack Snyder's life there a lot of things happened and they just ripped the movie away from him and it was I'm glad that he was able to tell this story the way that he wanted to because it was it got rid of that stupid mustache CGI try to fix that stupid thing in the beginning the relationship with Bruce is so much better in this movie uh, there's the, the all the relationships all of the the emotion is there and it's a it's a really great movie it's a great movie I loved it I absolutely loved it and I'm so glad that I had an opportunity to see it um, because yeah, when you compare it, it's just that, you know, when you compare it to the theatrically released movie, it's just popcorn fluff as opposed to someone who really wanted to put heart and soul into a f- the continued universe. So I loved it. I, I think I'm, I think a lot of people, most people liked it. I think a lot of the criticisms was it was too long, but you knew that going into it. That, that was the, that like, when, you, if someone said, when it was the first initial movie came out, it was like, this is a four-hour movie, and it's out in theaters, and that's the first you ever hear of it. It's like, they're putting out a four-hour, what is this, Ben-Hur? But after all this comes out, and you give the guy the opportunity to show the movie, and it's like, they're going to do a big event on it, and it's going to be on HBO Max. It was a smart a smart play, and I bet you it crushed for HBO Max, as it should have. So that was number three, is uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Really good movie, man. Made it made and uh, and Barry was better in this one. That scene that they right outside the in the in the street in New York that they they did. There's so many better things going on in this movie. So many better things. Just want to watch it again. Sorry. So that was number three. So number two. Number two. Just saw it. Spider Man. No way home. I mean, this is a great movie. It's just a great movie and. Again, everybody, if you didn't see this movie, there's going to be some spoilers in it. It's hard to talk about this movie without talking about spoilers. So in the um, in the comment section, I'm going to put time codes, but I'll just put like the numbers. I won't put the, the actual movie of what it is, so that way if you want to jump ahead and you don't want to see it. Um, so this is for Spider-Man. And you've been warned. There are rumors building up to this movie of what it was going to be and everyone was wondering because you saw in the trailers and the, and I remember when they showed Doc Ock in the trailers I'm like why are they showing that you have to show that you have to show Doc Ock you don't have to show Toby and Andrew you don't have to but you got to show some of the villains because that's what the story is about if you want to tell a story now that's not saying like there I'm jealous of some people who said that they got a chance to see this movie not seeing a single trailer and not saying but you got to remember though there are some people that when they, like the casual fan, I always bring up my friend John Pinto. And if you tell John Pinto, hey, John, there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out. And he goes, what's it about? Here's the trailer. Oh, that looks cool. Is that that the guy from the Raimi one? He's not going to know if it ties in or any of that kind of stuff or how it ties in or how it plays in the MCU. He doesn't know what that means. Casual fans. Remember, we live in a bubble, whether you think about it or not, the, the, the hardcore movie fans. Um, but either way. They show this trailer. The hype is tremendous on it. They say it's going to be the end of a trilogy, and they kept saying that it was going to be the end of uh, the end game, and it was. But it was the end game for Spider-Man movies in general, and it was really smart though they do it. Are there some plot holes in it? Yeah, there's still some things that I I would love to interview, um, whether it was the director or uh, Watts or anybody, the writers, and, and ask certain things. There are some there's some plot holes that I'm still trying to figure out how certain things worked, things that I thought I figured out and said, well, wait a minute. Um, and it sets up, it sets up a good, 
and then we also found out Tom Holland is coming back for more Spider-Man movies. And now I think you kind of have to, considering that this is what's what it was really smart about it is that it's essentially a, a, an origin an origin story for Spider-Man in a way that we hadn't seen. What was that? That was the big complaint, right, from a lot of people is that once Toby did it, and then like you're seeing another origin story with Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Why? And then you didn't see the origin story with Tom Holland because everybody was sick to death of it. But they reversed it and did the origin story basically throughout three movies and they end with the with the ultimate origin story of how he's kind of a loner inside New York and we're going to see some new things with him. So that part of it I thought was pretty brilliant. Um, there's some emotional moments in it. There are It's heartbreaking stuff, heartbreaking stuff. And the humor is really good. It's balanced. It I think it kicks in really well and it also sets up the multiverse of madness really, really well with, with the new Doctor Strange movie. So... This was a really good one, man. I'm looking for this another one between Justice League and then Spider-Man. Two movies that I really want to go back and watch again because I had so much fun watching both of them in, in different ways. But this and and because the because of just so much history inside of the character, it was just it's a very I think what the first Avengers did. The first Avengers did was do something nobody thought they were going to do. Get these high big profile actors, movie stars that they had set up in these different movies, put them all together in one big event movie, and it was just something, it, was, it, it blew everybody away. And I think that they accomplished the same thing in Spider-Man No Way Home with taking these generations of Spider-Man, putting them together, and made it a massive event. I mean, the fact that, the fact that it made a, a billion dollars which I certainly didn't think it was going to do. And people were like, you didn't think it was going to make $130 million opening weekend. I did not because of the pandemic. Normally, yeah, of course, thought it would, would. But not even opening in China, I didn't think it was going to make a billion dollars. Boy, was I wrong. Super wrong. Uh, this thing crushed because it was an event. It was a big event. And it turned Tom Holland into even to a more, a, a massive, massive movie star if he wasn't already one. So that's number two. So I don't think anybody's going to be surprised then if that was number two, what my number one was, and especially if you follow me, I've been talking about it forever since I saw it, The Suicide Squad. Oh, I love this movie so much on so many different reasons. So many different reasons because first off, I mean, just that post, look at that poster. Oh, God, I love this movie. I love this movie. It's so unique. It's so different. It's so fun. Um I, I love this movie. And the music, the soundtrack, I mean, there's, there's, this movie, I, I, it's another one that I got to watch again, but it's like, it's about as close to as perfect of a comic book movie that you can get. It's hilarious. I mean, it is hilarious, this movie. It is so funny. Everybody, everybody that is in this movie, whether it's Polka Dot Man or, or um, uh, Harley Quinn, and, and this is the best I think Harley Quinn's been in any of these movies. It just, Alba is so great in this movie i mean there's so many there's so much going on in this film and james gunn who i like a lot as a filmmaker i do i guardians of the galaxy the first one um i like i i don't rave about it the way that everybody else does i like it i think it's a it's a good movie I, i'm not a fan of the second one i think that you guys all know that already it to me it just it's a it's a movie where everybody it's a funny movie for what it is but everybody just kind of gets a joke no matter what if the character's fit or, or if it fits the characters or not it's like oh somebody needs to tell a joke right give it to him oh that was funny suicide the suicide squad there's tons of jokes going on but it all fits the characters like john cena by the way it to me is always hit or miss oh he is he is this is the best i'm i'm cannot even tell you how excited i am for for peacemaker because of this movie i am had you told me that there was a peacemaker series coming out and i and and i'd seen hadn't seen the movie i'd be like i need to enter John Cena doing a show. I don't. I don't really care. I care. Um, there is a scene when the two of them are going into this village. I'm not going to. Uh, well, I mean, again, I, I try not to spoil it. But they, they go. They, him, John Cena, and Idris Elba are going through this village, and something happens inside of this village. And it, it. I was sitting back in my office watching this movie, and this scene happens, and I felt like I was watching Caddyshack. I was laughing my ass off with how funny this was and it was so clever there's so many great bits of dialogue and it's gorgeous like there's this whole scene with harley quinn when she's kidnapped by this uh kind of kidnapped and then falls in love or whatever it is and and it's and she's breaking out of this place and 
the way that it's shot, it's like a painting that came to life. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm, I was falling in love with this. this is, I think it's James Gunn's best movie. And I was so bummed that not a lot of people saw it. I couldn't believe it. It's like, yeah, the movie didn't do very well. Kind of, and, and people blame this. And this is why I kind of go back and forth on the on the uh, day the day of release thing that everybody hates so much. I loved it because, like I said, I'm a family guy. I don't want to go out. I don't want to always have to go to the theater if I don't have to. But a movie like this, I mean, I know, and again, the, diff- the difference between Matrix and this, significant. I, I didn't mind Matrix. I know a lot of you guys hated it. A lot of people hated it. It's like, here's the difference with this movie and Matrix, right? Like, if people told me, and this is something I'm responding to in the comments, when they're like, I hate this movie, most of my response is like, I get it. I understand why you didn't like it. Giving their points, and I go, understandable. Everything that you said there, I completely understand. I like being back in the world. I get it. I would be pretty baffled. Like, if you're in the comment section and you say, I hated the Suicide Squad, I'll probably respond to you by going, I'm sorry you felt that way. I don't agree with you at all, but I'm sorry you felt that way. But I can't understand it because I, you know, it just opinions are opinions but it's just was so different it was so funny it was i mean there's it was i mean shocking moments over the top moments what james gunn does really well sometimes violence and gratuitous violence and gratuitous all that stuff it just played in so well and gave you the suicide squad that i think that you always wanted because the first one's terrible um it's terrible and i like david air but it's terrible um and it's just it's, it's just a it's funny. I'm going to say it's like a bad music video. It's a lot of great music in this movie. And music is in the way that the music in this movie, in the, the Suicide Squad, is like a character. Each sound, each soundtrack plays into it. It's not just throw a song in there like a, like a Rocky Four montage. Um, but I loved it. I loved this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of the year. Not just, not just, um, yeah, not just a comic book movie. But that's it. That's my list. Here it is. Once again, number one, Suicide Squad. Two, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number three, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Number four, Eternals. Five, Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Six is Black Widow. And ending it all, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. All right, that's my list. That was it. I hope you liked it. Um, I want to see what you guys think. Do me a favor. You know what we did, actually? That was very successful, and I'd like to do it again. So let's do it because, as I mentioned in the beginning of this show, that it is very, very important um, for subscribing to podcast feed. But when you're commenting, one of the ways that the videos start to do well and people start finding them, the reason we get more subscribers is – I've interacted, I've tried to answer back every single comment that comes in. Um, but I want you guys to also get involved. So there are some people who go, oh, I never really comment before. Comment. Let's do it. Let's have a conversation. So for this one, tell me your list. For when we did for when we did our Star Wars um rewatch series, at I think one of the last ones we 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 did our list and we asked everybody for their list of the Star Wars movies, and we got like something like anywhere between like six hundred to eight hundred comments. Tell me your tell me your seven ranked movies, comic book movies. Why you liked them? What you from seven from you know one two three four five six seven. Tell me which ones you you love. Tell me which ones you didn't. Or just put the list. I'm very excited to hear what you what you um, thought. Okay, so moving on from there, I want we have some questions that you guys submitted on my Facebook page. I do this uh, when I do my solo shows. We're gonna start with Aaron Munoz. Would the bad audience respond to the new Matrix? Do you think they'll risk making another movie, or will they shelve this franchise for good? Or do you think they're going to try to save it through a show? Well, Lana Wachowski was asked recently if they, if she was done with making Matrix, or she was going to make another Matrix movie, and she said no. So if you saw the movie, though, it's I, I believe, and I might be wrong, but I believe it's up to Warner Brothers. I think that they own the property. I think they can do it without the Wachowskis. And one of the reasons I say that is because if you watch the movie, I think it was pulled from reality where they say, look, we were going to make it without you anyway. 
But if you want to do it, do it. We'd like you to do it, but we'll make it anyway. Um, and I happen to think if you played Enter the Matrix, the video game back in the day, I think you could have done a really good series on HBO Max and build it out. I don't know about the movies anymore. Um, as I said, I enjoyed being there in the world again, understand all the criticisms, definitely feel that it was a very meta way for the Wachowskis to say, or Lana Wachowski rather, to say, didn't really want to do this. Here's my commentary on sequels and everything else too. And I also understand the audience would be like, well, that's kind of a slap in the face. But I also understand the audience could also say, that's pretty clever in the way that you did that. So it's a very, it's, it's, but I also understand why it didn't do very well. But there you go. What the hell do I know about anything? I don't. I'm a shit. All right, next one. John Simmons. Simons, excuse me. What movies or TV shows are you most looking forward to in 2022? I'm just going to give you two. I'll give you two because the t- first two to pop off in the top of my head. Obviously, um, Obi-Wan. And especially, I, I am baffled. I'm baffled by people who are not blown away by Boba Fett. Baffled. Seeing a lot of it. People said nothing happened. John Campia, a buddy of mine, said nothing happened. What show are you watching, dude? What show? Somebody send him this clip. I don't care. He'll respond to it, too. Um, what show are you watching? Nothing happened. It set up the underworld. It didn't have a big reveal like Grogu. It didn't have a big, massive, you know, it had, it had a couple fights, but it showed where he was, what happened to him in the beginning. Nothing happened. He got out of the Sarlacc. Again, if you didn't, I'm going to spoil stuff for you. He got out of the Sarlacc pit. He's trying to figure out. He's not. He's a bounty hunter. He's not a crime lord. He's trying to figure out how to become a crime lord. He's trying to. He's walking through the streets. They say, we gotta, they got to carry you. He's like, no, I'm not going with their traditions. There's something going on with his mayor. It reminds me of like the governor from Walking Dead. So much happening. So much happening in this show and, and, and setting up. And honestly, because Robert Rodriguez is directing two of these things, one and two, um, that I think that one and two are going to play like one big episode. And that's why I kind of agree with people when they were like, they should have maybe released one and two at the same time. But they didn't feel they had to. Uh, I loved it. But anyway, I love what Star Wars is doing with television. I prefer it to Star Wars movies. Um, so Obi-Wan, I told my, I was on the phone with my brother the other day and I said this, I think Obi-Wan has the potential, especially with Deborah Chow directing, um, to be the best type of Star Wars material since Empire Strikes Back. Now, will it be? I don't know, but I think it has the possibility to be the best thing we've seen in Star Wars since Empire Strikes Back. Um, I had said it kind of, uh, a few times when I used to be on Jedi Council, I used to say, since... Return of the Jedi, I don't think there has been a great Star Wars movie, a great one. Now, I'm very, very aware that there are people who grew up with the prequels who will argue with me and tell me Revenge of the Sith is great, these other movies are great, and and, and I understand it, and I get it, and I love the fact that you think it's great, and that's your opinion to you, it is great. My personal opinion is I don't feel that We've had a great movie. I felt Mandalorian. I was just talking with Jamie Costa this morning. We're going back and forth on on texting. Mandalorian to me is great. Star Wars, great. Um, I put I put Mandalorian season one and season two, or season two right before Jedi. I know you might think I'm nuts, but I do. And then I put Jedi, and then I put season one, and then then the other movies. But Boba Fett's going to go up there, depending on how it continues to pan out, and especially Obi Wan. So Obi Wan is the long-winded answer to my favorite, the, the show I'm looking forward to the most. Movies, hard for me not to say the Batman. I mean, that last trailer. I mean, that's the most gritty and raw seven. I mean, that trailer, that trailer blew me away. I am so excited for that film. And I love, I think Robert Pattinson, I've been saying for a long, way before he even got cast, Roxy Stryer and I were talking about it, how he should be cast. And Matt Reeves, um, after the Planet of the Apes movies that he did, I'm, I'm so excited. And Andy Serkis, again, one of my favorite actors, to have him as Alfred. I am Paul Dano uh, as Riddler and, and, and Colin Farrell as an unrecognizable penguin. This movie, I can't wait. That, 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 I, I don't even think there's a, 
as a question. There's a lot of different movies that I'm looking forward to. There's no doubt, but that's the one the most. Um, so thank you. Thank you for, for asking. Thank you for caring about what the hell I'm, I want to see. Chris Yang Kwamush. No chance I said that right. When will the Smobot come back? Um, when my bulls jump off my body and start boxing me. The Schmobot will never come back on this show. Uh, it's on it's on SCN Live. But no, the way that you, for people who want to support, and like I said, it is very, 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 very important if you're able to, to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and, and follow us on Spotify. Even if you watch this show on YouTube, please, please go over there and do that. Helps tremendously. All right, next question. John Crumb. With the book of Boba Fett being a clear character piece, it's even more clear that than more clear than ever that Star Wars is working great on TV. Just like you, I love the Darth Plagueis and Darth Bane novels, and I feel like it's a it's it's criminal that they aren't being adapted. If the day ever comes that they do that, who would you want to see helm the show or movie? That's see, like that's a tough that's a tough question, right? Because there's so many great there's so many great. Um, directors out there and i i wouldn't have guessed bryce dallas howard but i'm so glad that she directed two episodes her last episode was great um so as far as directors go of who would want to see do it i i don't know i'm not gonna and and people lose their minds in a bad way when people are like oh, ryan johnson he should stay away from television have you ever seen osmondius from from Breaking Bad, that episode. It's one of the best episodes of Breaking Bad ever. Now, would I want to see Ryan Johnson if they said, hey, go ahead and take an episode of, of Darth Bane and do whatever you want with it. No, thank you. No, thank you. Don't do that ever again. But hey, Ryan, here's the script that we have, and we needed to do this, and we needed to play into this the same way they did for Breaking Bad. Yeah, he'd be great. Silly. He's a great director. I just don't want to see him go off and do his own thing again. Um, but I, it wouldn't be my first choice is who I'd want to do it. I'm more, again, going back into the conversation I had with Jamie Costa today. I still, and I've been singing to the heavens on this one. Why are they not adapting their books into series? I'm telling you, if you adapt that James Lucino novel of Darth Plagueis into the same way you're doing for, for Obi-Wan, Seven episodes. This you talk about a gangster story, man. And what you worry that it's going to be too dark? It's the origin of of how this all went down. And Darth Bane, you have three books by Drew Carpetian. You can turn those three books into like five or six series seasons. Excuse me. The Knights of the Republic. Take take this story. That's I. It was recently on, on this show, we were talking about video games. I think trying to turn a video game into a two-hour movie is silly. Look at Last of Us. That's the way to do it. Series. Take the Knights of the Republic and turn it into a series. But they're not doing that. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I really don't. But, again, who knows? We'll see. Um, all right, keep on going. Next question. Nick Bascom, congrats on the growth of the channel. Thank you so much. I've been a longtime fan since 2014. What do you want to see most in the Obi-Wan series? Um, I definitely want to see him go off-world. I think people were, were arguing with me recently and saying there's no way he's leaving uh, Tatooine. I said, I will bet you thousands of dollars that he leaves Tatooine. They're not going to keep him on Tatooine for the whole time. There's no way. He's going off-world. Now, why? I don't know. But he's going off-world. And he should go off-world, especially if we're going to spend so much time in Tatooine during the Boba Fett time. I'm not going to stick around on Tatooine for two series. At least I don't think so. Um, but I want to see that fight between him and Vader. It's the whole reason I've ever wanted to see an Obi-Wan thing. Where, again, speaking of Campy, we used to argue about it all the time. He's like, Vader doesn't need to be in it. Vader has to be in it. Vader has to be in the series. because I mean, we know he isn't now, but it was my, always, my argument was always that he had to be in it. Because Obi-Wan once thought as you did. When did he think that? At what point did he think that? Because Padme tells him as she's dying, they're still good in him. And he's like, I don't know. At some point, he had to go, all right, maybe she was right. 
because he didn't think it before that, tried to kill his ass. Just leave him burning, leave him burning. She knew he was still around. She's like, there's still good in him. Maybe he thought he was still dead. Who knows? But we need more of that. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the protection of 8-year-old Luke or 10-year-old Luke, whoever old he is at that time. There's so much. I can't wait. Deborah Chow doing this thing. I'm just, you go back and you watch that gallery series, and you watch, you watch her eyes when she's listening to Dave Filoni. That is someone who is a pure student looking to become a master and is easily becoming one. You look at the episodes that she shot of those two episodes of Mandalorian, and because of it, they gave her a whole series on one of the most promised stories to tell in Star Wars. That's saying a lot. So all of that, I cannot wait to see what Deborah Chow does with this. I cannot wait. She is fantastic. Such a massive fan of Deborah Chow. Uh, I want to interview her one day. We'll see. Okay. Moving on. Next question here. Kevin Gudgeson. Is the Matrix Resurrections discussion coming soon? Cheers. Thank you. Um, you're talking about the one with me and Coy and Kate. So I can say this because it's pretty public. Coy got sick. He's getting better, but still sick. Um, so I don't know, man. I don't know if it's, I, I'm wondering if the time will have passed by the time we can get in studio because of the surges and all this stuff happening right now, getting people back in studio. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, I'm not going to say no, but I just don't know when, if that makes sense. And the last one, the last one, let's do it. Grant Laws, Christian Arnold, when are you going to watch more Australian movies and then talk about them on the show? Grant, I love you to death. You ask me this every time on facebook i don't have a knowledge and uh, enough knowledge inside of australian movies it's not that i have anything against australian movies um i barely get to watch anything uh, i have a few things that i get to watch and i have been watching whether it's tv shows or these movies if there's particular ones that are coming out and i get a chance to see them i still haven't seen squid game i still haven't seen succession there's things that i need to see so uh, i don't know if it's a, you ask me all the time, my good man, I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to see them. Um, but who knows? Maybe one day I will. Maybe one day I won't. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much. Once again, please subscribe to this channel if you haven't hit the notification button. That's a big thing. I've been looking, been looking at the stats recently and saying, who's hitting that notification button? How many people out of your subscribers are actually hitting the notification button to know when you have new stuff on there? Well, it's important. And if you haven't hit that bell, please hit that bell. Please, 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 please. And don't forget about one more time, the podcast. Link's in the description. Everybody, thank you. I hope you enjoyed it once. Leave your list. Don't forget to leave your list. I want to see it. I want to know what it is. I'll respond to it. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you next time. And tomorrow, remember, tomorrow's going to be the uh, the best movies of the year. No big thing tomorrow, but best movies of the year. I'm going to do a, uh, a quick video on that. Thank you guys so much. We will see you very soon.